Welcome to Quantum Conversations. I'm Loren Gailey, and in this video episode, we talk about raising our vibration, but we must release resistance. Now, this is not always so easy because we have to dive so deeply into our own distorted thought forms and belief systems in order to raise our frequency. My guest today is here to share his technique that dissolves barriers and frees us from negativity, lack, and limitation. Here's my interview with international healer, Zach Rader. He is an intuitive healer, and he's here to share new secrets that reveal how we can truly manifest our greatest dreams. I know we're all looking forward to bringing great change into our life. So, Zach, hi, thank you, and welcome. Hi, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Well, it's always an honor to have you and to speak with you. We love hearing personal stories. You've had a series of awakenings, and this allows you, you know, it's like once you cleared that baggage and, and got rid of the old, it opened you up into receiving messages and channeling information that really assist people in their lives. So, so share with us your awakening process. It seems like it was in a series it wasn't just all at once. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think those things, I mean, they show up in, in all, all different kinds of ways. And there's always, I always remind people that there's always, like everything is an opportunity to wake up a little more. And, you know, one of the, one of the biggest obstacles maybe to connecting to that intuition, to that knowing, to that connection is, is the mind, is our thought, because... I always remind everyone that, that the mind is not capable of understanding who we really are, what we really are, why we're really here. And so, so often the thing that gets in the way is, is the thoughts, is what makes sense, is the understanding. And so when we begin to, to open up beyond that, when you don't need to understand as much anymore, like truly there's, there's new things available to you. There's, there's new possibilities, like an entirely, entirely new universe is available to us, unless that we need to understand where we're at, who we are, what's really going on here. And so that's been the biggest thing. And that, and that has just made it easier and easier and easier, like just opening up into more. It's like the, if you don't need to define it or understand it anymore and just like really be present and experience it, all of it is here to serve you. So how did you recognize that in your own life? I know it's oftentimes there's this phrase getting out of our own way, right? And so it's really these thoughts that turn into belief systems that keep us limited what happened in your life where you were able to recognize that and really get through that hurdle? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> yeah, people ask me like, "How'd you get to where you? How did you get to the place that you're at?" And I, I usually say, "Dumb luck." Like, you know, um, I, I think every day it is following. You know, we we all do have this connection. We all do. We do have this intuitive connection, this knowing, and and I realized. I don't know at what point in time, but it's like, wow, that's the only thing that works. You know, me trying to follow my good ideas or what I think I should be doing or uh, what I prefer here is just usually in the way. Um, 
you know, so sometimes they're in alignment. Sometimes they're the same thing. This is what I want to do. And this is what I know to do. And that's always a wonderful thing. And, and sometimes they're not, but I know now that it's, it is always following that knowing. And, and so again, that intuition, that knowing that connection, whatever we want to call it, again, it, it doesn't come from our mind. It's so much bigger than the mind. And so it doesn't speak to us in the way that the mind does. It doesn't make sense in the way that the mind does. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily lay out a path. It doesn't tell you why you're taking this step, why you're saying yes here, why you're saying no here. And so again, it is maybe, it, it's something newer for some people. You know, it's not as comfortable because it's like, I know to go here, but I have no idea why. Or, or I know to say no to this, even though I want to do it so much. And, you know, we, we begin to collect the evidence. The more that we do that, the more that we live that, we begin to collect the evidence and see that, that it works. But yeah, I still never have any idea. Like, you, you know, I, I never know why I'm doing what I'm doing, but, but I'm going, I'm doing it. So it's outside of the mind because the mind cannot, doesn't, it, it does not know everything. So really what we're doing is talking about the heart and intuition. And I know that that's a challenge for so many to tune in and to truly trust our intuition. And so if you didn't know that, but you just knew, it's like it's almost like you know what you know inside, but there's that level of trust where sometimes we choose not to follow the intuition or we override it. Absolutely. You develop the, the trust, I guess, because you've already, you know, we, as you said, we we have this track record that we begin to experience what that truth is. Yeah, it's a practice. And, and everybody's already connected to this. You know, my, my favorite thing, how many times do you hear everyone say, I knew I shouldn't have done that? And yeah, it's like, because you knew, you knew something, you knew maybe not to, to, not to go there, not to take that step, but, but it made sense, or I said I was gonna do it, or I already told myself that's what was gonna happen. It's like, oh, I knew. But again, we're, we're just retraining. We're getting used to, you know, practicing like, wow, following the knowing because it's, it's subtle sometimes. You know, sometimes, sometimes there are things that it's necessary that we get right away. And then it's maybe the universe delivers it in a louder way, one way which we can't mistake it. But, but for so often, like throughout the day, uh, all over the place, like every choice, there, there's a knowing there. And, and you know, always. And so it is that, it, it is that practice and, and playing. It's, it's not something that we can mess up either. I love reminding people that, you know, even all of the times that we, that we had the intuition and then we did something else instead, like even those were so appropriate and necessary because we've all had some of those where, where they really hurt <laughs> or where they, you know, where they were really uncomfortable. It's like, oh my gosh, I knew I should have gone left instead of right, but I insisted on going right. And like, those make it even easier to follow our intuition. You know, because for me, it was like, well, you know what? I have no idea where this is going, but I know how bad it hurts when I don't follow what I know. And, and so that, those experiences just make it even easier. You know, they add to it. Right. It's like, you know, whether it's something as simple as take a coat with you as you go out the door, or um, even in my own case, it was a dream at one point where I saw police lights behind me in the rearview mirror. 
and I still got into this HOV lane when I shouldn't have. And there I, I recalled the dream and then it really came into being. There were cop lights in my rear view mirror. Yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, lessons in learning our intuition. Really good. And so as we hone this skill and we move forward, it takes us into what we're going to talk about today in, in the breakthroughs, in the manifesting. We are here to really anchor in new earth and to create new earth in a great new way. And yet I find it so fascinating, even in my own life and in the lives of so many others that I speak with who uh, step into this role or want to step up and into this role, there are still things that really keep us back, like fears. Again, it's the thoughts that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. But you've got this new uh, practice that really helps people identify these areas of where we're being stuck, and then we cut through them and move through them. Can you share a little bit about this new process of breaking through to manifesting our, manifesting our dreams? I like manifesting. That's a good one. Manifesting. <laughs> it's a new word, so it's not defined. It's manifesting. Um, manifesting. Yeah, and I, I don't even know if it's it, it, it's not a it's not a new practice. You know, the the thing that I've of course we have this ego and this mind, and it, it wants all of this stuff, and it it'll never get enough. You keep throwing more stuff at it. You keep getting all the things that you think that you're going to that are going to make you happy. And then you get them all. And then there's just more. There's always, there's always something else. And so the, this, this paradigm, this, this, the, the place in which we manifest from isn't, isn't the ego space, isn't the mind space. It's like, because when we look at so many of those requests, it's like, why are, when I look at why do people want more money, it's not necessarily to have more money. You know, it's not necessarily to have more stuff, but it's like, what, what do they get to avoid? What do they never have to feel again? You know, so they never have to, to feel broke. They never have to worry about how they're going to pay the mortgage that month or on and on and on. You know, it's like when we look at most of the ego's requests, it's like all of them are coming from this space of, of resistance. And so it's more about I'm asking for this so that I don't have to deal with this anymore. And you know, I want a relationship so I never have to feel lonely again. And the universe doesn't create from, from resistance. Manifestation doesn't happen from resistance. It's like, you know, the universe didn't create flowers because it didn't like the way something looked. It's like, we, we don't know. It just creates for, for beyond the reasons. And so when I look at that and when I look at, you know, where so many people are coming from and whether it's vision boards or, or affirmations or whatever, it's like the incredible amount of resistance that is underneath some of these things that we're doing to, to you know, to try and create. Because the truth is right now who you really are is already it. You're already all of it. And so we have to like stuff ourselves into some little box. We have to pretend that we're not enough. We have to pretend that oh, you know, I'm incomplete and more money is going to give me what I'm looking for or this relationship or feeling better or more energy, like whatever it is that we're asking for. And so it really is always about connecting back to this, connecting back to us. And, we, and when you realize that there is, there's no feelings to run away from because you are those feelings. 
You know, there's no experiences to resist because you are those experiences. And what hurts so much about the feeling that we resisted, it's like, here's something that was just a part of you. And I separated from it. I said this, I was like, oh, this is sadness. This is bad. I don't want to feel this. And it's kind of like taking a part of you and trying to keep it away from you. And so, all, you know, we find all of the things that we're in resistance to that, that we're trying to separate ourselves from, they become miserable. And I tell people this, I'm like, sadness is not miserable at all. Sadness is just as beautiful as anything else. What hurts so bad is our own separation, is our own judgment, is our own misunderstanding of what it actually is. Right. Okay. So give us an example for how we can identify this then when we're manifesting from that resistance, that underlying resistance, because there needs to be a shift here from the purpose of what we're doing. Yeah. Why would we manifest something? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. You know, even if we're talking about, you know, manifesting more peace, more peace on the planet. And I, that's a beautiful thing. And a lot of people are doing that, but does making the, the not peace wrong, you know, always posting about it, bringing, you know, bringing up the next article about this is what's wrong with the world is like, which side is that supporting? You know, if we feel in energetically is like, is that actually giving you, you know, what you're looking for, what you know is possible. And so like that, that manifestation what if it comes from a place that has nothing to do with what you think is happening with the experience that's in front of you? What if it's not about changing something? It's like, it's not about making something wrong to bring in something new. And one of the biggest ways I, I am always encouraging everyone to, to, to get even more in touch with what they feel. And so right now in this moment, everyone can, Take a deep breath in and relax your body even more. And just connect to your body even more and like really start exploring. And my, my two favorite tools in the universe are, are the breath and, and feeling because these are two things that you can only do right now. And we start connecting on and you'll notice you relax, you begin to open up. It's like you start to become aware of more. It's like intuition and awareness increase when we are here. And the more that we're here, we, you realize that there is nothing missing from here. And so manifestation in the ego-based version of it, it's like, I need this because I don't have it. I want this because I don't have it. And it's not true. It's like, that, that's, the, the, that's not true. It's like, no, wait, there's nothing missing. And I still can look around and maybe I don't have the Lamborghini or whatever, but but that's not missing from me because right now there's nothing missing. And so the biggest piece to, you know, to, to realize where we're coming from, you know, and, and to always check back in with that. Cause it's easy if we're, you know, the, the world peace thing, like well, you can watch the news and find all kinds of stuff to, to get upset about, but what are you here to create? You know, do you even need to watch them? Do you need to watch the news? Do you need to be against any of that? to bring in the beauty that you know is possible. That's and, a very good point. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things that comes up to say with, um, you know, money is a pretty popular one. And I got to see this in my personal experience with money for sure. 
where, you know, my, my parents struggled with money my whole childhood. And, and I looked at that and I was like, I am definitely not going to do what they're doing. So of course I did, you know, I became an adult and, and struggled, lived check to check, uh, had a tough time with money for a long time. And, you know, eventually my, my healing work started taking off. I started traveling the world and, and had a bunch of money and, you know, it was, it was interesting. I realized like how much I liked that more. That was nice. And, and there was this beautiful, this beautiful experience where, where all of a sudden the money started drying up again, you know, the combination of expenses and spending and taxes, all kinds of things or whatever, but, but money started to get tight again. And instantly it kind of went into like this freak out mode, like, okay, it's time to get busy, time to get to work. What can I do to, what can I create right now to, to get some more money in my account again? And then all of a sudden I just realized, like, I, I just got it. And it was like, wait a minute, this, these feelings, what I'm feeling right now, this was already here. And this has been here for a long time. And uh, you know, as guidance even kind of showed me like I wasn't allowed to have millions of dollars yet because all of this was still here, all of this resistance, all of this terror, all of this fear, whatever it was. But it was like, if I had everything, I would never have to look at this stuff. And so there was this beautiful time where, yeah, money had to get tight again to show me this again. And I finally got it. It was like, wait a minute, this isn't a problem to solve because the mind is like, okay, let's Let's make money so we don't have to feel this stuff. And actually the, the way out was, was actually getting into it. And so I, I got it. I scrapped all my, I'm like, you know what? I'm not creating anything right now. I'm not going to try and make money. I'm not going to get out of this. I'm going to sit in this uncomfortable feeling of, of terror, of fear, of I have no idea what's going to happen. You know, who knows? Am I going to have to move? Am I going to have to move in with my mom, whatever? Mm-hmm. And to really sit and open up and like be present with all of these feelings that I'd been running from my entire life. And that was magical. I don't know how many days that was, but, but in a very, very short period of time, it's like all of these new opportunities, all of these new things opened up that I didn't even know was possible. It was a very short period of time, you know, two weeks. And then I already had more money in my account than I did before. And you know, since then, I, I also don't pretend that that's not going to happen again. You know, if the universe needs to drain the funds again, if there's more for me to see, if they're bringing up more for me to be present with, beautiful, it's going to happen. And, and that's going to be a part of the journey. And that's what I need to have if that's, if that's what's going to happen. And so, you know, the, this place of manifestation, if we look at where we're coming from, like, oh, I don't want to, you know, because... I was trying to make money to never have to deal with that stuff, to never have to look at it. When what I was actually looking for was like, no, I needed to feel it, needed to be present with it because we let this back in and it is healed. And there's this funny thing in the universe. that's like when you no longer need something anymore, you can have as much as you want. And so whatever that is, if that's health, you know, if that's a relationship, if that's money, finances, success, it's like whatever it is, when you don't need it anymore, it's so easy. But when we're pretending to need it, that's not coming. That's, that's ego. That's coming from, from the limitation. That's coming from the lack. And if this universe is like, I, I always watch I, one, one truth for, for me that I've always noticed is that 
every moment, every experience is here to serve you. And, you know, we often, we often check out of those moments by thinking about them too much, by, by thinking that we understand them instead of like just having them, feeling them, letting them in, like fully playing in the present moment with them. You know, and, and that's those, those awakenings, those awakenings that, that, are, that are opening every single day. You know, your life can change incredibly every single day by just being present with these experiences. And, and some of the most powerful experiences we can say are, are the ones that we've been avoiding. You know, when you start feeling the things that you didn't want to feel, everything changes. Okay, you said a lot of good things here, and it really, it's, it illustrates, for example, poverty consciousness and the many layers of poverty consciousness that we come in to experience and feel and shed. And it's also holding a vibration. All right, you were able to sit with those feelings and to understand those feelings. I love how you said you know, once, once the, the flow of money slowed down a little bit, it brought up fear. Again, another layer mm-hmm. of the poverty consciousness for you to work through. And then you decided it's not about the money. We're not doing things for the money. And so when we talk about new earth creations, it really is a shift in our creation coming from the heart, from, from a heart-centeredness, not from the need for money. And I know that there's so many light workers and healers and people wanting to create new things that are still stuck in those programs where, you know, how, how can we make that jump, that shift in consciousness when there's a roof that we have to put over our head? but you did illustrate it beautifully. It's a little shift in really creating from the heart and sitting in those feelings, maybe going out in nature and then allowing yourself to be inspired. So when we do come from a heart-centered place or in alignment, as I know you use those words, it really does help us um, receive information that then supports us. Talk a little bit about this. Absolutely. Coming, sitting in that heart space or that being space, presence space, you know, all, all the different things that we could call it. You continue to see that, um, you know, that everything that you understand about everything is not necessarily true. You know, I don't pretend to understand money. I'm not going to tell you what it is or why it's here or any of this. It's like my relationship with money is that it's a teacher. It's not something that, you know, it, it, doesn't pro- it doesn't give me stuff I don't have. It can't take anything away from me. But it is part of this experience as a teacher. And so, yeah, sitting in this heart space, because absolutely there's all kinds of poverty in the, in the light worker world for sure. And it's like, you know, how, how, how wrong, how many belief systems, how, you know, people have made money so wrong. Because, mm-hmm. yes, we have seen people abuse it we've seen people get weird with it but that wasn't about money you know this is this is the misunderstanding of egos and minds you know calling these things naming these things things and 
one thing that, that feels like it's appropriate to, to come in, you know, even feelings, you know, we, people talk about positive emotions and negative emotions. And I, I disagree. Like there are emotions and our minds call some of them positive and some of them negative. And if I ask any ego, what would you rather feel? It's like, Oh, positive emotions. Why? Because they feel better. But what if that's not even the emotion that feels better? It's like, when you're in a place of something that you understand to be positive, you actually show up as more open. You show up as like more willing to let it be there. And then when there's something that's more of a negative that we've just understood to be a negative experience, we're, we're more closed off to it. We're actually more shut down to it. And so really beyond all of the other things out there, I find that it feels really, really amazing when we're open, when we're present, because that's, more in alignment with who we really are and it hurts more it drives us crazy the more that we're closed off to an experience because that's less in alignment with who we really are and so really that's like happiness and sadness these are just two different frequencies you know they're just two different colors of the rainbow but we start calling orange good and green bad and all of a sudden that is that that judgment, it's like living in the judgment of those affects our experience of them when they're both just beautiful colors and uh, you can enjoy both of them just as much. Um, maybe you want to talk a little bit right now about uh, depression. I, I've heard from some folks that they're, they have uh, trouble pulling themselves out of a depression, that they can sink down low. What would yeah. your advice be for someone to really make that shift if they start getting too, it's like taking it too personally because it's, it's just part of us. What would you say about moving out of uh, that downward spiral of depression? Yeah, absolutely. And I love how you said that it is, it is taking it too seriously, you know, taking it that I understand even calling it depression is kind of throwing it into that, that negative category. And so we're already closing off to it. You know, one of my favorite questions that I've given to 10,000 people is, you know, what if this doesn't mean what I think it means? And that is especially when we're in something like that. And, you know, depression has been a great teacher in my life as well. And it, it, still, it still shows up once in a while. I think it's always gets to be a part of our experience. And, you know, the depression that used to last four months or whatever, you know, maybe it's six hours now, you know, I have a funky half day. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing is like, well, what if this isn't depression? What if this isn't what I understand it to be? Because there's such a big difference between feeling and thinking that we're feeling. And so if we've, this is depression, now I'm not fully present with the feeling. Now I'm with this thought of what I think it is. And you can't ever get anywhere with the thoughts because the thoughts aren't present. You know, we can't heal anything through thoughts because thoughts are always someplace else. You know, that's taking in all of my experience of the past with it and what I think it is and how I think it's going to last. It's like, who knows what this is? Just feel it and take a deep breath in. And, and with that as well, it's when we realize like that there's nothing to, if this isn't what I understand it to be, you know, we're like, oh, I'm in a depression. It's like, what if this isn't depression? You know, then the mind is usually like, well, what is it then? <laughs> you know, I need to define it so I know what to do with it. And then, and really, if there's no definition of it, 
if there is no way for you to understand what you're feeling right now, then what's left? You know, you don't know, then there's no appropriate action to take anymore. I don't know if I should try and get rid of it or try and hold on to it. It's like, what's left but to be with it, you know, but to, but to experience it, but to let it, to let it in. And so, you know, what if we've never actually been depressed and we've been throwing that word at a lot of things that that's not really what it is. And because I, I mean, I've personally had some profound, profound, just, just a whole new level awakening experiences through diving into depression, you know, just, it's like to leave it alone, to feel it, to be present with it. And, you know, just like the clouds in the sky, it, it always moves on and goes away. But this might be here for an hour. This might be here for a week. Does it really matter? I'm going to invite everyone to take a deep breath in too. And we realize that, that what made depression so miserable was our understanding of it, was our resistance of it, was our trying to control it. Because again, all of these things are, all of these things are a teacher. It's like, here's this thing in my life and it's making me uncomfortable. Beautiful. Uncomfortable is the greatest feeling. It's like uncomfortable is always inviting us into a new possibility. Is always giving us the opportunity to see something new, to open up to something new, to, to walk into an entirely new dimension. And we call it like, oh, that's scared. Oh, that's fear. It's fear, so you turn away from it. And it's like, no, it's, it's just new. It's just something that you're not comfortable with, that you're not familiar with. And yeah. that's what awakening is, you know. We continue to walk. We continue to open up into, into new spaces that we've never been before or that we've never experienced ourselves being before, I should say. And this is going to take us into your program that you offer. I love it because it's a 21-day series, and that's uh, building this new pattern as well, really getting into a rhythm of it. Let's talk a little bit about fear because fear is one thing that I know holds a lot of us back, whether it's simple things like doing fear of standing up in public or fear of dreaming your biggest dreams. What do you do then with fear? Uh, I would think that we'd have to dive right into it. Yeah. Well, again, you know, calling, what if it's not fear? So this is a crazy thing that I realized. I was like, wait a minute, I've actually, I don't know if I've ever even experienced fear. I used to use that a lot. That used to be a scapegoat for sure. I definitely thought that I was fearful of a lot of things. But when all of this started opening up, I was like, you know, and I really started to, to meet fear and really started to, to get to know it. And, and with other people as well, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever really been in fear. You know, like the, the real fear. But when we talk about, when we talk about real fear, like real fear is, a, I always give the joke, you know, if there's a tiger in the room with you, that's cool. Be fearful. And that fear is actually a generative thing. You know, that amps up the adrenaline. That makes you run faster. That makes you think quicker, like to move quicker, whatever. Like that's fear. The fear that everyone else is talking about is the fear of something that might happen. It's like, we're not even in this situation. This isn't even happening right now, but I'm getting worried about some tiny little possibility. And if we look at all of the things that we've been fearful for, all the things that we worry about or whatever, 
if you put that on a pie chart, you'd probably find that, you know, the tiniest, tiniest sliver of those things that we are fearful of and the things that actually happen, you know, it's, it's the tiniest bit. 99% of it never happens. You know, the things that we worry about. And so, you know, fear and the way that I, the way that I see it being done in the world is like, it, it drives us crazy because we're not present, you know? And here's the thing. It's like when we're, when we're following our heart and we're guided to take this, this step into the unknown, it's like, oh, things are going to be different here. Well, we have an ego and this ego's job is to, to keep us safe. And so safety to an ego is that everything stays the same. You know, nothing changes. Even, even if the experience isn't so fun right now, at least we know, at least we understand it. At least we understand that we exist in this. Because when we take one step out of it, we don't, you know, you don't know. Could be better, could be worse. So the, to the ego, it's always safer to stay the same. And so that edge of our box, that, you know, uncomfortable is the strongest word I'm going to give it. It's like, let's just call it uncomfortable. It's like, here's some, here's some new energy. Oh, I'm not, I'm not very familiar with this energy. And so often that gets misunderstood and we call it fear or scared. It's like the ego is this, is, oh, this is fear. And that means to get away from it. Keep everything the same. But wait a minute. Just that question, what if this isn't fear? That changes everything. What if, what if I'm not actually scared of this? And then we get to come back and like, oh, you know, there's, there's more presence available. It's like, what if I'm not scared of this? What do I know then? Oh, I know I'm taking this step, but I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> we never did anyway. <laughs> and, and everyone take a deep breath again. So what if you've never been scared? What if, what if fear isn't what you've understood it to be? And when we meet it, it's again, it's like here was this great, it was this idea. It was just this idea of something that may or may not happen. And it has absolutely nothing to do with what's real. And here's the thing, like you connected to your knowing or your intuition, you're going to know where to be and not to be. And it doesn't have to come, you don't have to have a reason to do it. And it gets, you know, the easier this gets, it's like, I just know not to go there. Or, you know what, sometimes I take a different route and I have no idea why. And I know that everyone has this experience. And, you know, sometimes we get to see like, oh, there was a crazy wreck, the usual way that I go home. And for some reason I drove this other way. Um, sometimes we get those. Most of the times we don't. <laughs> More, more than not, we don't necessarily see the, the evidence of whatever that was or whatever I avoided or, you know, whatever the, the thing was from, from following my knowing and, and going a different way or doing something differently. But, but what if you don't need to know? And, and again, it's just, it's connecting to that more and more. And you just know like, oh, you know what? I feel like I'm going right here. I feel like let's go the long way home. I have no idea why. And, and you're just going. And, and so getting back to fear, like what if fear is not what you understand it to be? And we stop giving it so much power and we stop giving it like it is this thing that you have to worry about or that you need to do something about. It's like if you feel, if you feel what you think is fearful right now, feel it. You know, what, what if this is not fear and really just 
start to really be with the, the feelings, the experience, the, you know, the, the essence of whatever it is that I was misunderstanding and calling fear. And there's this magical thing that happens with everything that we get to do that with is you discover that not a single thing is ever what you thought it was, you know, not a single emotion, not a single experience. It's, you know, it's usually easier than you think it's going to be. You know, it's usually like, why was I avoiding that for 30 years? That wasn't that bad. And, but the thing you get to see, like nothing was ever what you understood it to be. And so when you get that, you are never up against what you're, what you think you're up against. And, and you know that that's, you know that that's true. You're never up against what you think you're up against. And so let's set that story aside. You know, here's what I think is going on. Well, maybe that's not what it really is happening. I'm going to set that aside and actually be present for, for what's really going on. That changes everything. Really being present. Absolutely. Okay. And really being in tune. A lot of your work, you do a lot with conscious breathing. And we're going to talk about the breakthrough program that you have. First, though, explain the conscious breathing because that's the mechanism that really brings us in the present, and that in itself expands our consciousness. Yes, I, I love I love the breath as a tool. Um, you know, I, I use it in a bunch of different ways uh, with with myself, with people. But you know, you you begin to notice it's like when you're off in a thought when you're off worrying about something, when you're recalling your past or whatever, it's like there's always a disconnection from this present moment. And so that always shows up in the breathing, either breathing very shallow or holding the breath that shows up in the body. You know, there's, there is a tension that is in the body when we're not present in the body. And so again, these two things of all oh, breathing and feeling is, is just this practice of, of presence and, you know, I share some, some very powerful breath work as well with people. And one of the things that they notice afterwards, you know, the next day is they start catching themselves, you know, noticing how often they hold their breath, you know, maybe, maybe a thousand times a day. And so even just, just the practice of, of being more present with the breath, checking in with the breath, breathing when you're uncomfortable, breathing when, when you don't want to breathe, you know, breathing when we check out and worry about something. It's like, you know, none of us are in control of the mind. And so I'm not a big fan of the positive thinking versus negative thinking thing. It's like, that's just jumping in. That's jumping into the mind even deeper to try and control the mind. We don't control the mind. If, if you did, you would only think the thoughts that you want to think. And so we all get that that's not the case. This thing is just going. It's just playing tapes. And, you know, some of these tapes that have been very powerful, that have the ability to pull us out of the present moment, that have the ability to pull up, to take our awareness off into the story, off into the worry, off into the fear, these are the most important places to breathe. Because it, because we leave here, we leave the present moment and get deeper into that story. And the deeper we get into it, it's like the, the crazier it is, you know, the more... The, the bigger it feels. And, and so these are the places to, to come back to, oh, to breathe with it. You know, right now my mind is freaking out and I'm going to breathe and relax into that freak out. And then all of a sudden there's a disconnection. It's kind of like, you know what? That story used to always like have us freaking out with it. And now you're breathing deeply and relaxing. It's like, 
it's almost like the, the unhooking of that. And, and in that story that it's like that place is healed. You know, every emotion that we get to do that with, I was saying that everything is bigger than we think it is, you know, nothing, we're never up against what we think we're up against. And so to be present with it, we're like, Oh, you know, that thing is no longer, it no longer has power anymore because we have given it the one thing that we hadn't given it yet, which is our presence and your presence heals everything. And whatever it is in our lives that is pushing our buttons, whatever's driving us crazy, it is just asking for you to give it the one thing you haven't given it, which is your presence. And so in my example of the, you know, the money thing or whatever, it's like, my mind is like, just make a bunch of money and then you'll never have to worry about money. But it was like, no, give, give the worry, give the fear, give the scarcity, give the lack, the one thing that it hasn't been given from you, which is your presence. And that heals everything. Yes, the very interesting, and we've heard this before, people who do come into, um, maybe they win the lottery, or they come into um, a great flow of abundance, and yet if they haven't gotten through uh, those fears that you went through as well, then the universe will say, this is something you need to look at again. It really is understanding the flow of money, and I love how you said the need, once we get rid of the need and we really do it from joy, we will be supported in a number of ways. I've witnessed that in my own life too. And uh, even Jesus said, if you want to be wealthy, give, give it all away, mm -hmm. right? So that's very interesting. And one thing that I love as well is this technique is really good for anger. If, you know, you mentioned the word triggers, when we get triggered or if, things like anger us, even if we're driving in a car and someone cuts us off, just to be in that presence and that awareness of it really does help dissolve that anger. And, you know, even these patterns within ourselves where we might be quick to anger at certain situations, really being present in this, I can see how that will really dissolve that, that anger. And actually, the next time it comes around maybe to be triggered. It just won't be there. Yeah. And, and it's different. And anger is a great one. You know, uh, we, we see the people with road rage or whatever. And I, I used to have a little bit of road rage back in the day when I was younger. And, you know, it turns out that you're not really that upset that someone switched lanes in front of you. Like you, you're not that upset, but here's the thing. The universe put us in this position, it pokes, it pokes at it. And it brings up all of that, all of that suppressed anger. Maybe, you know, maybe not all of it, but a bunch more than just this. And again, it's like this is the universe putting us in another position to, to set all of this free, to heal all of this, to be present with this anger. Because here's the thing, the mind is like, I am, I am so incredibly mad because this person changed lanes in front of me. How dare this person, you know, taking it personally, like they picked me out of all these cars and they cut me off. It's like, wait, what if none of, what if none of this means what I think it means? What if what I'm feeling isn't what I think it is? And we get to be present with this experience. Because this is happening all the time in our lives. When I say that every moment is here to serve you, absolutely. It's like if we're, if we've suppressed a bunch of anger, the universe has to put you in situations to show that to you. So you're going to go out into the world and someone is going to poke at you. 
It's like, ah, bring up that anger. To the mind, it's like I'm angry because that person poked me. But what if that's not even true? You know, because now we're off in this story. Here's what I think is happening when, when really this is so much more than just this. And so to set that aside, like, wait, what if, what if this doesn't mean what I think it means? And I get to just open up and feel that. And, and it's amazing. I mean, one of the things that I've discovered in my life, it's kind of like if, if anger was the thing, since we're talking about anger and, and people were always doing things to make me angry. It's like when you have harmonized that, when you've like, when you've let that in, when you've loved it, when you've like really been present with all of that whole suppressed stuff or whatever, and you don't have to understand where it comes from. It's like, if someone makes you mad, be present with that. And that is healing your entire past. But it's like the, when you, the more that you've done that, what's so funny, I've found in my life that now, now the universe doesn't put me in those situations anymore. It's like now no one's, you know, if my thing is anger, like, everyone's being so amazing. Everyone's being so sweet and wonderful to me all the time. Like nobody's trying to screw me over anymore or whatever. And it's like, because they don't need to. It's like when you don't have that button, when you don't have, it's like when you don't need to, to get set free of that anymore, it's like that doesn't have to be shown to you anymore. And so we get that with anger. You know, we were talking about finances earlier. It's like, Oh, for that, that roller coaster of finances, it's like, that's here to serve you. You know, some, the big bill is here to serve you. Don't pretend that you're that so freaked out about that bill. This is what this is. And this is what it means. It's like, just feel and be present with the experience that this is inviting you to feel. And then, you know, usually some of these things that some of these things shift so much. It's like, I was so worried about this bill. And now I think it's hilarious. You know, now, <laughs> now I'm, I'm laughing at the exact same thing that threw me into a fit because I, I shifted, I opened and I saw the truth that this was nothing, that this, this isn't a big deal at all. Okay. That is beautiful. And I look forward to getting over my uh, frustration with the IRS and taxes and all that good stuff. You've helped me with some ways to look at that. It really is our perceptions, you know, and, um, shifting it and making that shift, but really being present in those feelings and those emotions that might come up around it. And, you know, it's like we can sit and um, point about the big banks and everything, but what you're talking about is we really have to be present with our own self and, and not point fingers and blame anyone else outside of ourselves. Yeah. That's a large order. That's a tall order, but we can do it. You know, I, I think any other way just creates um, a lifetime of misery. Mm. Like, you know, to keep pointing it out there, it's like, I'm going to fix it out there. I'm going to fix it out there. I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get this stuff out there. And it's like, it, it was never about there. Mm. And, you know, one of the things we notice too, the more that we make, you know, the more that we make money about money, it just becomes more and more difficult. It's like, it, it, it's bigger than that. The more that we make, you know, the, the piece about like, I'm going to go and fight against those people who are um, bringing some uh, not peace to the world. And it's like, all you're doing is joining, you're joining that idea. You're supporting that paradigm. It's almost like our resistance is supporting the stuff that we don't want to happen. 
and so beautiful. I know there's so many amazing beings that are that are checking this out, that that know this. And it's like, let this be this reminder that, oh yeah, I already know this. That's right. And instead of like so quickly going out that like, let me go fix that so I don't have to feel what that is inviting me to feel. Let's feel it first. And we talk about the, you know, the world. What I, I have this theory when, when enough people really like feel what the world is inviting us to feel, the world gets to change. You know, the world gets to show up in a new way. Because absolutely the, the world is triggering all of our, you know, all of the stuff. It's, it's triggering all of the, you know, the inequality, the, uh, the scarcity, the lack, like all, all of this stuff. And that is here to serve us as well. It's like, if that pushes your button, it's because you had a button. And so, you know, I'm always grateful now. I don't think I was always grateful for it. I was, <laughs> but now it's like, if there's something in the world that can show me something that can get me, get me worked up, that can push, that can find a button for me. It's like, it's also a celebration. You know, it's like, thank you. Because you you're giving me another opportunity to wake up to even more. And, you know, in these days, it doesn't come around very long when a button shows up. So when it does show up, it's usually a good one. And, and there's also like this incredible, like excitement and, and gratitude for it as well. Like this sucks. Yes. You know, because <laughs> I get, I get to feel this. I get to open this. I get to, to let this in. And I know that every time that we do that, it's like nothing is ever the same. It's like the world becomes more beautiful. It's like everything is just more amazing when we get to be present with these things that we have not been yet. Again, that's a beautiful shift in perception and a way to look at it, to look at these triggers and go, yeah, right on, that's cool. And to be in it and to move through it, wonderful. It's like when we look at every day, we need a miracle every day, we need a trigger every day. (laughs) And that helps us get clearer. So beautiful. So now more than ever in the world that we see out there in the collapse of the old structure, you know, you mentioned not keeping up with it. Others have said, don't watch the old structures fall. Instead, really use our passion and be present and create from this space and create the world which we want to live in. Talk a little bit about how your program assists us in doing this. You've got a special 21-day program that helps people with this, but really it's stepping into New Earth creations in a very big way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to say one thing first before I talk about the program. So, you know, what I know that a lot of people in the spiritual community, it's like, don't watch the news. And we're like, let's just pretend that that's not happening because that makes me feel better. But does it really? Like, is that, is that really, you know, here's, here we are cutting ourselves off from another part of ourselves. We know one, this is happening. We're part of all of that. If the news drives you nuts, watch the news and breathe and relax and connect Uh, to this present moment. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for a trigger and the news is a trigger, (laughs) be with that. And, you know, that there is nothing to turn away from here. Like that's, that is really this thing. And, and each and every one of you knows that. It's like when you are connected to, to who you really are, there is nothing to avoid. 
There's nothing to turn away from. There's nothing to protect from. There's nothing to fight against. It's like the universe, uh, the, our souls have never been in battle. You know, they're not fighting against anything. They're not protecting from anything. And when we're present, we know that. It's like when we're really connected, we know that. It's like there's nothing missing right now. There's nothing wrong. Even though I'm in this world where there's crazy things going on. And so, again, if the news triggers you, watch the news. But, but again, like, you know, one of the things I'm, I'm in the middle of like an eight-week class right now. And, you know, one of, the, one of the things that I was inviting everyone to look at is to really look at what are, what are you avoiding? You know, what are you avoiding? What, what are the, maybe it's a conversation. Maybe it's, uh, maybe, you know, it's time to leave your job and you're just avoiding it. Maybe, you know, it's time to, to take this new step. But we really come to find out that there is nothing to ever avoid. And, and our mind wants to avoid, our ego wants to avoid, because what it avoids, you know, it's always avoiding the thing that's going to set us free. It's always going to avoid the thing that creates change in our life. And so I love that. That's, you know, perfect introduction into this course, because this course, uh, it, it changes things. And so many people want to avoid the course. <laughs> it's like, it's, it would be hard to do and, and not like, I, I know the, the way this is assigned. So, so, so it's this 21 day course and it's called breakthrough to a new you and kind of what we were talking about where it's like, um, this is set up so that you can take any topic. It's like, whatever the challenge is that's going on in your life. It's like, if money is really tight and you want to open up new possibilities with money, or health or disease or relationships or success or, you know, happiness or fulfillment, whatever that is, it's kind of like whatever the thing is. If I asked you the question, it's like, if you could change anything right now, what would it be? I love that question because the way, what you will answer right now is the place that you are in the most resistance to. And so if money's driving you the most crazy, it's probably because you're in the most resistance to money right now. And you've probably come to discover that you can't say enough affirmations, that you can't do enough healings or clearings or any of this other stuff to make this switch. It's like, it's, it's stubborn, right? And again, what if the universe isn't going to let you create from that resistance, from that fight against, from that, you know, from that lack and scarcity that everyone's trying to create from. And so this, this course is very different. It is, um, you know, I did it 21 days, 21 days long. And each day it's, it'll be a, it's about 30 minutes a day. So 30 to 40 minutes a day that you get to spend um, diving into diving into the old stuff, diving into the resistance. And so every day there's a, there's a video that kind of invites us uh, just to, to look at some of these different aspects. And, and again, it's, you choose what you're working on. And so it's laid out. It's like, whatever the thing you're working on, it invites us to, to look at some of the different aspects of this and really like dive into that, open up to that, feel it and bring our presence into it and actually heal the underlying, you know, fight and resistance. It's like almost like the anchor that had this thing stuck here for so long. It invites us to, to be able to get in and be present with it, open that up and, and new possibilities exist. And so we get to do this, you know, every day for 21 days. Each day is a different, different question, different way to look at it. And so we get in there and then there's this, you know, there's a short writing, writing practice. 
And then there's this meditation that, that really we get to harmonize and be present with everything that just came out of us. It's like we get to get it all up out of us onto some paper, be present with it and heal it all. And so, you know, incredible, uh, just incredible, incredible results have, have come from this process. Um, you know, the, there's more stuff to it, but that, that's kind of the general. Uh, the beautiful thing is, is that it's always there too. Like you have, it's lifetime access to it. So I've had some people that, you know, that did it three or four times. You know, some people went deeper on a topic a couple times or some people did different topics, but uh, it's, it's always yours and it's always something to play with and it's always something that you can connect to. You know, when life gives us the next thing, that's like, hey, you know, the thing that's tapping on our shoulder or whatever, it's, this is such a beautiful way to, to really, to give it this, you know, just short three weeks to, to entirely change your paradigm in whatever, whatever area, whatever, whatever place that you, that you're looking to change right now. Beautiful, really assisting us to dive right into that resistance and heal it. It really is the powerful effects of being in the present moment. So thank you so much for that because it truly does help people and my goodness in three short weeks to be able to make that transition 30 minutes a day that to me is like the most important meeting of all that we could do for ourselves and gift ourselves. So thank you for making that so accessible for people and truly helping people. It's it's a shift in their perspective by truly feeling that resistance, diving deep into it. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, well, Zach Rader, thank you. You are wonderful how you work with people, how you promote presence in our lives and assist so many others. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As we say goodbye today, share with us a message for an, of encouragement for people to really uh, own their dreams and manifest in this year ahead. Yeah, um, I, I love to remind everyone, and and deep down, deep down, you know this. You know, whatever you are here for, like whatever you came here to do or to create or to experience, it's like the the big things remember that you can't even mess it up. You know, we get so, it's like the mind gets so caught up and like, I gotta do this right, I gotta figure this out, I gotta make sure that I live up to my potential. And there's this thing that we all know, like deep down in you, you know that you can't even mess it up. Take a deep breath in. You know, you can't, you can't fail here. And so even if, you know, if you're meant to go right and you're like, no, I'm going left, you know what, you will go left for a bit and the universe will turn you around and put you back on that path anyway. And so there's this beautiful thing every time, you know, I've, I've shared this with so many people and it's like to really get that you know that you can't mess it up. Oh my gosh, the, the, the incredible amount of stress and baggage and just stuff that we've been carrying around that, that I got to do it right. I got to make sure this works. I got to make sure that I do all the right stuff or whatever. It's like, you can't mess it up. And from that place, it's, it's even more beautiful and it gets so much easier. And, and because again, if we're living life and coming into everything, like I got to make sure I don't mess this up. 
you feel how that's like coloring everything that we're doing? And it's like, there's like this sliminess in everything that we're doing. It's like, oh, okay, I have a meeting today. I know that I can't mess it up. So let's just go be open and free. Like you don't have to try and stuff yourself into anything. And again, you know, this is a popular message these days. It really is about, about being you. And so if you get that you can't mess it up, then, then why would we try and be anything else? And it's like, okay, I'm going into this meeting. Let's see what happens. You know, I was going into this, this, this interview, this video interview, and it's like, you know, this might go wonderful. This might go awful. Let's see. Let's see. I'm not going to try and make it be wonderful. That's not up to me. It's like, let's, let's show up. Let's see. Let's be open. Let's be ourselves and get to experience what happens. So remember that you can't mess it up. And, and remember that you know that. Because there's not because I said that. It's like, remember that there's a part of you that knows that. Because that's where we find the peace. Oh, yeah. I can't mess it up. So... That sums up this conversation so beautifully. We cannot mess it up. And that in itself is liberating. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Zach, for being here on this video quantum conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor to be here. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. If you'd like to experience Zach's 21-day program to break through to a new you, please check out his special offer available on this webpage. I'm Loren Gailey. Thank you for watching. Namaste.